1: All right, welcome everyone to an all-new episode of Football and Comics. I am your host, Jawan, joined by Dom. What's going
0: on, Dom?
2: Yo, I am good. You know, I had a productive day, and I never say that because it just sounds weird. But today just felt like (laughs) one of those days to say that word. (laughs)
1: Um, I'm going to use the same joke today, Dom, that I used on TA yesterday. Um, Hollywood is running out of stars for you, Martin and Tia to interview I Have to come up with like a whole new slate of, of stars for you guys to, to interview, uh, huge shout out to you guys. Uh, I had someone call me yesterday. Right. And they went, you guys interviewed blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we did. And they're like, how do you not know? And I'm like, wait, hold on. Let me, let me just go, go see. And I was like, Oh, Oh shit. We did. <laughs> um, um, so huge shouts out to you guys. Uh, three of you guys are killing it right now. Um, John Cusack, uh, the guy that played Dwight. Um, I will like, never forgive Dom for interviewing Karen Fukuhara. <laughs> um, you know, like you guys are really truly killing it out there. Um, Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> um and Joel, what's going on, Joel?
3: What is up, everybody?
1: Me and Joella just sitting there like, oh, man, we got to
3: we gotta do some more stuff. Um, <laughs> but, um, oh, good for them. I can't, I'm glad <laughs> they can talk because I feel bad sometimes in those interviews. But you guys do a hell of a job because like, that's not easy. I don't care what anybody says to have an interview like that. So I, I applaud all of you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, again, I, I will say – for a group of people that didn't necessarily study journalism or right. doing any of this, um, to see how well all of us handle interviews is like, I tell people all the time, no, none of us are trained. No. <laughs> none mm-hmm. of us are trained. We just kind of <laughs> did what? it. And you we were like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I tell people all the time, we've had horrible ones, like really, really bad ones that we learned from, <laughs> um and it made us only like a thousand times better shout out to david harwood uh but anyway let's get into <laughs> follow um, them <laughs> yeah that was that was one of the worst interviews i have ever been a part of it was just it was so like, awkward it was awkward yeah for sure um but alright, let's start with some good old football um let's start off with the only person here that could really talk coming out of uh, last weekend, and that's Mr. 2 0 himself, Dom Diggity and his Packers. Dom, how you feeling about being 2 0?
2: Man, like at, at the first half went exactly how I thought it's a little trouble. You know, the Lions defense is is actually pretty decent, they're just very uh over aggressive, as we saw. They get hella flags. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is not playing this year, he is out there you know, making a claim for, hey, it's still my it's still my team. Um, I'm trying to get this championship. And I and I feel like a lot of times we we see these great players and we feel like like yeah, maybe they are just out there playing for the paycheck. Um because if they lose, oh well. But Rogers is out there trying to win. Uh it's unfortunate that we uh Devontae Adams is hurt. But we have a run game, actual good running game. We have um, two good – well, we really have three good running backs, but two they are in rotation on a regular basis. Um, and the defense played a lot better than the first week. So we're on a good path. Um, I think – what do we play next, this coming up week? Um, right here. So, oh, the Saints. So that's going to be a gonna be a test. Uh, the Saints is always a tough team. no matter who they're playing, but no, nah, it feels good, man. Uh, it feels, uh, I hope they don't get too comfortable. Um, but I don't think Aaron will let them get like that, but yeah, it feels good, man. They look really good. They're really good.
1: Yeah. No, nah, I, w- I was definitely jealous watching you guys. I-, I will say this. Um, I look at and Joel will probably a hundred percent understand this analogy. I look mm-hmm. at Matthew Stafford the same way I look at Carmelo Anthony. And it's, he has way too much goddamn talent to always be on these shitty-ass teams. Yeah. Um, you look at him and you kind of go, how is it Matthew Stafford, like, can sling that ball like no one's business, but you never really give him anyone to sling it to? Or, you know, he finally has a semblance of a running game, but you look at it and you're kind of like, not all that good. Um, you know, and then you look at the defensive side of the ball. You should just <laughs> better. Matt Patricia is a defensive coordinator, um, but they're not. So, at the end of the day, you kind of just go, what is wrong with this franchise? Like, how the hell is it the Raiders got their shit together and the Lions are just like, you know, one injury away from going for an 0-16 season again? Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. But to
2: it's, me – the Midwest, man. The Midwest, there's, their football teams are all sketchy.
1: That, that that's for damn sure but i will say this i am not one of those people that view uh games against sorry teams as well you should have won that's not how the nfl works teams could lose any day of the week um so i just look at it as i'm glad green bay did what they were supposed to do um which is go in there dominate um and, and kind of just remind the lions like hey you're still my son um you know so you know congrats on you guys and Aaron Rodgers is looking great I am gonna tell you this there's just nothing he can do that will get him an MVP this year because Russ never won (laughs) um and Russell Wilson went out there and was just like I Bill Belichick remember how you said I was the best in the game I just want to remind you in case you forgot um and he definitely gave us a um Rectal exam, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, like I said, he'd have to put up astronomical numbers. Um, <laughs> he would have to do uh, – Joel. Aaron Rodgers would have to be the Russell Westbrook of this season uh, in order to take it away from James Harden, um, who would be Russell Wilson. Like, that's exactly what he would have to do, and that's just I, – I don't see it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't. I mean, because you just got to look at Russ. He, he never makes any trouble. He never makes any fuss about not winning an MVP. Everyone loves him. He whooped New England's ass, and the first thing he said post game was prayers for James White. It's just when you look at this guy, you're like, he's never won an MVP? They're going to give it to him this year for sure. Um, but all right, so uh, who do the Packers, Packers play next week, you said?
2: Uh, oh, the Saints! Saints! Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the way
1: they're playing. That's another dub. Uh, that that's for sure another dub. They they lost. Can't guard Mike, and then Drew Brees just forgot how to fucking play football. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't know what the hell happened on Monday night. I'm watching Drew Brees, and I'm like, he knows this isn't San Diego anymore, right? Like like he's he's a way better quarterback than this. Um, but. Hey, everyone always talks about Tom Brady, you know, and age catching up to him. No one ever mentions the fact that Drew Brees is not a young turk. Um, so maybe we might have to start having that conversation: Is it catching up to Drew Brees?
0: Because um, that shit
3: hit. Would you say, Joel? I said people were talking about it last year that he didn't look the same anymore. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, no, well, shit, I missed that completely. Uh, he looked really good. Last, I mean, you know, like for sure. really good for, for <laughs> two breeds. Um, but last year. I always got to remind people that that shit hit Peyton Manning like a ton of bricks. Um, <laughs> like, he went from this is the greatest guy we've ever seen play to the Broncos were like, hey, do me a favor. Just don't lose us this shit. Like, you know, don't lose us this Super Bowl, Peyton. Don't um you know. and he went out there and was just manageable, um. So who knows? Could be what we're looking at with Drew Brees. But um, all right, Joel, let's move on. Um, I kind of wanted to save the Giants talk for when Dan got on because you're both Giants fans. So I wanted to get both your takes. So okay. I'll give him a few minutes and I'll just I'll go over my uh New England and Seattle game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we just got him on. So actually, no, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go to you for your uh. Go to you for your giants. So uh, mm-hmm. welcome, Dan. Uh you just came on as I was saying, I wanted to wait for you before we got into Giants talk because you and Joel are Giant fans. Um so I'm gonna start with Joel. Your assessment of how the Giants played uh this past Sunday.
3: Uh which half? That was that would be the question. <laughs> Whichever one you thought was the most positive. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore the first half. It was like nothing. <laughs> like, where everything changed. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's let's take it by half because that's really – that's kind of how it felt. Um, first half was, like, was worse. Probably the, some of the worst football I've seen from them in a while. Um, especially considering the week before where – they had their ups and downs. They actually started the, the game pretty well in the first in um, last week against the Steelers, but this week they did they, they did the opposite. It Looked pretty bad. They couldn't even the defense looked bad. Um, it, it's just it was it was bad. It was and then, and then of course Saquon went down, and that was devastating. As a fan of Saquon, as a, I mean as a football fan, it hurts to see anybody get hurt, and everybody seemed to be getting hurt this week anyway. But you know that's our starting running back and. He's just a good dude and, and he did, he finally got some found some holes during that game and it just sucks because it's like he was just finding his he was just finding his rhythm and it bam he gets hurt. Uh and he's out for the season. So that, that that's really what sucks about it. But uh yeah, it was a terrible first half. Um I thought they played better in the second half. Obviously not good enough. Um they they just played way better. Like the defense looked like much better. I think they didn't even, I don't even think they allowed a score in the second half. Uh, but we couldn't score. We just couldn't get that that touchdown yeah. We made it a one like we had a chance to win the game again at the end. Uh literally like the last couple of seconds, it was like we were a touchdown away from winning, but it just it just wasn't happening. So look, we with no preseason for a team as young as we are, with a rookie head coach, um we're struggling, but you know, I've I've seen in some bright spots and hopefully we you know, we're going into the, against now like the forty ers next week and that's going to be tough, but at the same time, they're dealing with injuries too, so hopefully that, you know, helps us a little bit, so we'll see.
1: I will say the I, – I, I'm still going to hold on to it. I, I don't like to jump shit. I picked the Giants to win this division. Um, <laughs> I still feel good about it. The Cowboys had to legit um, – had <laughs> no, to legit beg that. Atlanta to be as stupid as they were to lose that game. Yeah. Um, the Eagles, I, I will say this till the day I die. Carson Wentz is the most overrated young quarterback in the entire NFL. <laughs> oh, completely overrated. Um, I'm sorry. I don't see any mechanics of this kid that I'm like, yeah, this guy's going to lead this, this dynasty. No, yeah. I, think, I think he's very subpar. I, I'd put him right there oh,
3: awesome. where, where, where yeah. I put Baker Mayfield. I lost faith in Zach Ertz, too. Like, that boy can't – like, I don't know what happened. He's, like, not playing. He hasn't been, The last year wasn't a good year for him either. I don't know what the Eagles are doing. They're, just, they're weird. I will say someone made the joke that um, Travis
1: Kelsey and uh, George Kittle pulled the Space Jam and sucked all the talent from the rest of the tight ends in the NFL. <laughs> and and that's, why, that's why no other tight end has, has been good besides just them two. Um mm-hmm. Is as crazy as it sounds, I'm like, I mean, they're making a good point. <laughs> I haven't seen any other tight end really show up besides those two. Um, but yeah, I'm still holding out for the Giants. You guys just signed Devontae Freeman. Uh, I believe uh, we'll see then, COVID passed. Uh, yeah. and he's a giant, he was promoting it on Twitter.
3: Uh, um, yeah, no, I know he is. I just don't know how well he's gonna do because yeah, he didn't have a great year last year either. So I'm like, I'm not expecting a lot. <laughs> To me, I need Devontae Freeman to do two things
1: very well. Third down and pass blocking. If he can do or, that very yeah. well, Giants, Giants can still pull out wins this year. Yeah, because
3: Deion Lewis played well last year in, in service of uh, Saquon.
1: Right. So I just look at it for that. Third downs, please, <laughs> mm-hmm. and pass blocking. And I promise you the Giants can squeeze out a winning record in that very, very shitty division. How yeah. the Cowboys got every offensive <laughs> weapon you could possibly ask for and still suck ass is the most Cowboys thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, but, no. yeah, uh, I'll pass it over to you. How would you um, break down the, the Giants' loss to the Bears this past Sunday?
4: Oh, well, well, to be honest with you, I didn't catch most of the game. Um, doing some, still getting my house in order. Had to do a lot of yard work, but uh, I read a stat that Daniel Jones has 27 turnovers, and mm-hmm. I think that's I think that might be most among quarterbacks. So, they, I I'm starting to believe that he may not be the answer because of his turnover problems, and I think he had. Did he have two interceptions this weekend? Or one two. fumble, one interception?
3: Yeah, an interception. Um, okay. I don't know if he had a fumble. I forget. I know he definitely had an interception in the first half.
4: Yeah. Uh, if he – I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm, and he has mobility. But if he can't protect the ball, I don't think he's any good to anybody. Uh, I, I do like the signing of Devonte Freeman, but with that offensive line – it's going to be tough for anyone to run. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Saquon Barkley could barely. He was probably, I think he was averaging like 3.2 yards per carry or something like that before he went down.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, yeah, it's not good, man. It's just, it's a sad state of affairs. I, I don't see the Giants doing anything of value in the NFC East. I think it's going to come down to Washington and Dallas. Uh, I, I think. Dallas has the better quarterback. Uh, I, I'm. I don't. I think the Giants win four or five games this year, from what I'm looking at. I mean, they're they're in the game every the past two weeks. They've been in the game, so that's a promising start. Uh, defense has done some nice some nice work. They've had some big time turnovers, mm-hmm. but man, I mean, I think what was it, week one against the Steelers with. Uh, Daniel Jones throwing the interception in the red zone.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's a backbreaker, man. Uh, nope. I don't know if they had any of those situations. From, from what I read, the box score did not uh, really equate to what was going on the field, mm-hmm. even though it was a close game. I, I don't think the Giants were really in it, from what I read. But
3: uh, yeah, They had a chance. They had a chance to literally win that game in the last couple seconds. Was they, they, have,
4: they were, they were in the end zone, with, with
3: like three seconds. It was it was their game. If you know, if they just caught the ball, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, it just it didn't work out that way. Not enough time, I guess. But still, they had a chance to win that game. It, it's funny. I I read
4: that week two was supposed to be the first game ever where Daniel yeah. Jones had everybody. Mm-hmm. All of his offensive weapons were were healthy, and every uh, lost. Two I know two guys went down, right? I know Barkley and yep. Shepard. Shepherd with the toe injury, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, as you alluded to, uh a lot of big guys went down week two. It was a it was a slaughterhouse, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, losing Saquon's huge. That's that, that hurts. Yeah. I I mean he's your offensive focal point, so someone's on
3: Daniel Jones.
4: But <laughs> uh, uh, Saquon Barkley, I'm sorry. I'm uh, no. saying <laughs> <far laughs> you your focal point, not not Daniel Jones. He's not the focal point no, of that. But
3: it, he is now with Saquon now. <laughs> oh
4: yeah, yeah I, I guess. But I. Sometimes some of these guys, some of the wide receivers, have bursts of brilliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know like that guy Slayton has
3: a I couple. Slayton, of, yeah, they have a nice connection. Them too.
4: Right. Yeah. He, he shows some good separation and they, they seem to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Tate, man, he's got to do something. I know he's been hurt, but you know, yeah. signed him to be their wide receiver one essentially. Exactly. And he really hasn't shown much. He, I, I don't know if he's just, he's lost a step or two, but yeah, he, from what I've seen, he can't really, he can't
3: really separate that well. I mean, he had a good year last year. In my opinion, he had a good year last year. Uh, this year, I mean, he was hurt. and He didn't play the yeah. first week. And then well, last I, week was, eh.
4: <laughs> what, what was his... I, I I have him on my fantasy team.
3: Who? The uh, yeah. tight end?
4: What, uh, what's that? The tight end? No, Golden Tate. Oh, uh, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to see... Well, he had 132 I, fantasy points last year. That's pretty good. Yeah. 676 receiving yards. I mean... How many games
3: did he play? I mean, last year, he was yeah. suspended four of them. <laughs> right.
4: So, yeah, I mean, he would have been he would have been scratching a thousand yards receiving if he had played those four games, probably. probably. yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, terrible. Yeah, I'll tell you guys this: uh, you have a head coach who was a special teams, a wide receiver coach. Problem with him was last year, in New England having all those young guys he found it very difficult to um, help help their footwork in getting separation, uh, and that was what just obliterated New England was that they couldn't get any separation. So I will tell you guys, if you have anyone that can't get any separation, he is not the guy to help get that separation. I think he's one of those guys that if you have a receiver with really good footwork, like I believe Slayton has – Mm-hmm. Uh, he can help enhance that, um, but he literally – he's not one of those, I can take it from the dirt and, and, and you know, and, and get a diamond. Like, no. No.
3: But his special teams <laughs> has been impressive in, in the games that I've seen it. Special I teams are good. Really good at special teams. Like, really, really, really good.
1: Um, like, if Giants had uh, really good um, special teams personnel, he's the kind of guy that can get you, like um, – a few block punts, a few block field goals, um, really good yardage on your punts, um, stuff like that. Like, he's a a genius in that. That's where New England got a lot of their good position um, last year was from their special teams. But as a wide receiver coach, he's been "Eh." Um, – So, I think if you're the Giants, your focus is – um, what's this I hear about Detroit? You know, wanting to trade Marvin Jones Jr. What is this about Allen Robinson not being happy? Yeah, uh, Giants percent should be making phone calls, and, yeah. and not only not should not they be making phone calls, you should be telling them, "Hey, first rounder, absolutely!" <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> because this team is not that far from being a real contender in the NFC East. I'm not talking about in the NFC. Relax, guys. In the what? NFC East, the Giants are not that far. Um, because, again, it is, a, it is still a very shitty division. Um, so, you guys could easily take this division by making a move like that. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. right now is exactly what you guys are still hoping Golden Tate could be. Um, mm-hmm. So, going to get a guy like that um, who could play the slot uh, really well for Daniel Jones and be like a safety blanket, I think he'd be great for you guys. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, like like I said, I'm still holding on to it. I, I'm sorry, I have not seen enough from Eagles, Cowboys, or Washington to think they're head over heels better than the Giants. And let's not forget the Steelers game was winnable till you know they let Big Ben open it up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and you guys only lost by gave, what four yeah. points? Yes, uh, this past
3: week. Yeah, we lost by four this week and ten last week.
1: Yeah, so I mean, come on, these aren't like oh you guys are getting obliterated kind of games. So. Uh no. Amos 49ers game is very winnable. Um, extremely winnable. Uh they legit have lost everybody but their head coach. So it's like you guys can't squeeze that one out. Maybe I might <laughs> start looking at like, all right, well, what the hell's Dallas doing? Maybe I'll jump there. Um, but for now, I am still on the Giants train. Um, it's just to me, it's literally wide open, as it has been the past few years. Um but all right, let's move on to um, my game, New England versus Seattle. Um, I've never loved and hated someone as much as I do Russell Wilson. Um, I mean, that was just one of those cold blooded, you know, why you got to do us like that kind of games. Like, goddamn, Russell. Um, I will say a lot of Patriot fans freaking out over our secondary, like, oh, the secondary looked horrible. I will remind you, um, if you're an NFL – like, if you're an actual football fan, you would know Russell Wilson made some of the most mind-boggling throws um, that maybe 2% of the NFL could make. Um, you know, you could have put Deion Sanders out there, and it was a good chance DK Metcalf was getting that catch. Um, that's how perfectly Russell Wilson put that in his hands. Um, I'm not freaking out over it. Again, um, this game came down to a one-yard line. Um, and if it wasn't for the fact that for some strange reason, Josh McDaniels was like, hey, I'm going to be uber predictable. Um, I, I don't get why that wasn't a trick play where you had a receiver run out in the flat. Uh, boom, boom, <laughs> touchdown. Touchdown. Um, but I'll also point out our fullback got blasted at the line of scrimmage. If he If he was able to push forward, Cam had a wide open lane um right to the end zone but I don't like to harp on what could have been we lost that's that's all that 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 it comes down to but Cam throwing for goddamn 397 yards wow i, I my biggest concern was can he still sling it and he was like hell yeah i can um so that was really good to see that he still possesses that um, Julian Edelman, I don't care what anybody says. I'm sorry. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, that that boy can ball. Um, he just unfortunately has been in a system where he's not the focus. So Brady's not throwing it to him, you know, as much as uh, Ryan throws it to Julio to get all those yards. Um, but I tell you, there's nobody else I'd want on a third down. Um, did you guys see that hit that he took and then just got up? I was like, God Damn, Julian. Um, but I will say, New England definitely does need to call up either Chicago, Detroit, or Cleveland. You got to get Odell a deep threat. Um, if for anything, it would just make life so much easier for Julian Edelman and Nikhil Harry to not be a focus. Um, they can kind of just blend in there and get Cam a lot more open hooks. Um, but we got the Raiders heading into town. Uh, this Sunday at one o'clock, they completely embarrassed the Saints on Monday night, and they'll be looking to carry that. They're two and zero. They'll be looking to keep that going. So it'll be a rough game for us, um, but I think Cam can pull it out. Uh, I pray that he does, man, because we got the goddamn Chiefs the week a- uh, the week after this, um, and I-, I I already feel how that's gonna be. <laughs> um, so I at least need us to be two and one. Heading into a potential two and two situation. Um, but yeah, Dom, I-, I have to apologize, man. After seeing how Cam looked in that game and almost giving us that game winner, it was feeling MVP ish, man. <laughs> it was feeling like it was a battle of MVP quarterbacks in that game. Um. So definitely, huge shouts out to you, Dom, for seeing that uh, before even a, a snap was taken of Cam Newton as a Patriots. Yeah,
2: it's, I think it's going to be an interesting. Uh, I say about like week four, week five. The season's going to be a lot different because these are essentially preseason games. I mean, I know that they count, but we clearly see a lot of players knocking the rust off, and I. I mean, that's why there were seven ACL tears this past weekend because everybody's not all the way there yet. Um, so come like week four or five, the, the season's going to be completely different.
1: Yeah. And, and I have to remind Patriot fans, if Cam Newton can look this good after two weeks in a new system, picture eight weeks in a new system, um, you know, so he'll just only get more comfortable and my fingers are crossed, man, Bill signs this guy for a two year deal. Um, A two-year deal, we get him for the next two years in his prime, Um, you know, and, you know, we can just focus on riding Cam uh, while Bill figures out what's going to be the future. Um, I will say this, Joel, Dan, you guys definitely got to keep an eye out. Um, The 49ers were very adamant about how shitty you guys' fucking field was last week, like how truly shitty that field was. Um, they actually were saying most of those injuries was because of how shitty that field is. Um, so I just pray that you guys um, are completely healthy coming out of this game um, this upcoming weekend because uh, the, the big
3: talk was how bad that field was. <laughs> what you say, Joel? I said we played there last week, and we, we, we didn't have, we didn't lose Saquon last week. This week oh, is well. where –
1: I don't
0: know
1: <laughs> I don't know. they were just they were screaming know, that that was a really shitty feel like, It was really bad, only no. because the jets were on it. that's all
0: <laughs>
1: no arguments here, man. <laughs> I wish Chris was here to defend his jets, but I have no arguments here, man. <laughs> um but um, all right, um, I will say the game that I'm looking forward to most this upcoming week. let me pull it back up i had I had the list here. Um, I'm looking forward to – I want to say the game of the week for me will be Packers and Saints. Packers and Saints over Chiefs and Ravens only because Saints got to figure some shit out. You lose to the Packers, it's a really good chance it's Buccaneers division to lose, Um, and you're extremely on the outside looking in. Um, and Drew Brees, I don't think this is how you want to end your your last hurrah with the Saints. Um, it wouldn't be a good look. Tom Brady's first year in your division, and he owns you. Um, not good look, man, but I, I will say this. I'm predicting Aaron Rodgers has five touchdowns for 420 yards, um, and they win by three touchdowns. That, that's how little respect I have for this this Saints team. Uh, that has all the talent in the world but continues to shit the bed. Um, Joel, do you got a matchup you're looking forward to the most this week?
3: Uh, uh, only mine because I haven't really paid attention to who else is playing who. <laughs> hey, <laughs> look. Hey, got
1: to handle your business at home, man. I respect it. Got to gotta handle your business at home. That game is important for you guys. Sure fucking is.
3: We definitely need at least a dub, you know, okay. the state.
1: A win this week is the best way to stop the the Cowboys' momentum short. Um, purely because, again, they got to beat you twice in a row. And we know the Cowboys will be the Cowboys. That's one thing we can just hang up in the closet. We know it will always be there. The Cowboys will cowboy. Um, so, so just getting a win and building off that momentum is so huge for the Giants. And I think – I'm going to go out and say it. Devontae Freeman has two touchdowns for 156 yards. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. I really think so. Uh, that 49ers front line and their monster, Bosa, is, is completely um, uh, out for the year. And that, that front line is very much uh, damaged. Um, so I could see him having, having somewhat of a, a breakout game. And I could see Daniel Jones throwing for three touchdowns. Um, I, that secondary is pretty shitty.
3: He's saying I should start him in fantasy. <laughs> I'm
1: saying, uh, see, here's here's the problem, Joel. You've learned this with me. Whenever you start somebody from the Giants, yeah. nothing good ever happens for us. <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, no. Daniel Jones is gonna have a huge game. Three touchdowns. Uh, and Devontae Freeman, I think, is going to run for one or two touchdowns. Um, that's my faith in the Giants.
3: That's a six-touchdown game or five-touchdown game. We, that's very, very generous you.
1: <laughs> I told you last year, when I saw Daniel Jones against the Buccaneers, I said, holy shit, who is this kid? Um, and from then on, I'm like, he has the potential to be just like that every week. Um, it just depends on the game plan and how he's able to execute. So, I think he can execute this week. Uh, Dom, what do you, are you looking forward to the most this week?
2: Um, I'm probably going to go with uh, Houston and the Steelers because I'm very curious how this season is going to turn out for, uh, for Watson. I feel so bad for him, honestly. <laughs> like, we know he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Ooh. and – I don't know. I know we know he doesn't have like a, a huge amount of talent. Uh, I thought Fuller was going to step up, and he's just not that reliable. But the play calling is trash. Like they're they're giving him no chance to win these games. Uh, and they have they have a tough schedule. So I'm curious. This is this is going to be you know it, it, it could be a bounce back game um, because right after that they have the Vikings and then they have the Jaguars, then they have the Titans, then they have the Packers. Their schedule's not easy. Um, the Jaguars, they're kind of a hit and miss team, but um, they got, this is a must have win because the road's only going to get a little bit harder. Um, so I really want to see, uh, I want to see the do good because he doesn't deserve to have this shitty of a, of a team right now.
1: I tell you what's funny, Dom. I look at two head coaches right now, Dan Quinn, and um, whatever that douchebag's name is that is the head coach for the Texans. Right. Do you like to know something that's funny about those two head coaches, Dom? Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn is a fucking defensive coordinator, and that defense looks like pure ass garbage. <laughs> all right? Homeboy in Houston is a fucking offensive coordinator, and their offense looks like shit after trading away a top five goddamn receiver. Mm-hmm. I just want to remind people of that. You have two coordinators whose specialties look like shit. That's all I wanted to remind people. That's it. That's it. That, that's all I wanted to say in response to that, Dom. Um, that offense shouldn't look that scrambled. You thought it was a smart move to let go of a player you had no intentions on paying, right? Call up Kyler Murray right now and ask him how he's enjoying DeAndre Hopkins. He would say he's loving it, right? And then I want you to call Deshaun and ask him how he's enjoying Brandon Cooks. He would tell you he's miserable. Okay? I just want, I just want that to be known, that you had an idiot <laughs> decide, I don't want to pay a top five receiver. Are you serious? Let him go. All right. He, letting him go completely tanked your season. So enjoy that. And then enjoy the unemployment office when they fire you after this year. <laughs> Um, Dan, I'll go to you last. What game are you looking forward to?
0: Today,
4: Kansas City and Baltimore. Uh, I feel like Lamar Jackson has kind of had a pedestrian two weeks. Not pedestrian is not good, but just like coming off of last year, I feel like he hasn't hit his stride yet. So I want to see if he steps his game up against the defending champions. I think that'll be that'll make for some fun football. Uh but the you mentioned Kyler Murray, and that's the one guy that I want to keep my eye on this weekend because he's been playing great. Uh my wife has him in her fantasy in her fantasy league. So it's fun to watch him just like go off. Every time I refresh the page, it's like he's got another like five points or whatever. He's killing it. Uh and he looks like a very promising young athlete so yeah that's probably what I would say um, and even I i mean Mahomes has been playing pretty well I'd imagine uh, I, I haven't seen too many of his games or highlights but again I don't think either of those guys have really reached their stride <laughs> at this, in this young season
1: yeah no I would I would 100% agree with you I, I would even say Dom knows this from our other show that, that we, uh, we used to do together. I was praising Kyler Murray before the season even started. And the, the same thing was said that everyone was saying was, he's too small. How's he going to get it done? You know, his arm's not that good. And I just would like to remind people, everyone said, Russell Wilson's really small. How's he going to fare? And I'm pretty sure Russell Wilson sang SMD to everybody that questioned him. Kyler Murray is on a team – that he could be saying that very soon. Um, I'll tell you this. I would not be shocked if the Cardinals made one or two moves to shore up that defense and they're making a push for the, um, the Super Bowl in the next four or five years. Um, that team is that talented, especially if they can keep DeAndre Hopkins past these two years. Um, there's not a lot that team can accomplish. Um, I wanted to give one huge shout-out to the Chargers. Um, prayers up to uh, Tyrod Taylor. but I do also want to say this. If you're the Chargers, Justin almost beat the the Chiefs last week. There should never be a question, even if Tyrod Taylor got in the hyperbolic time chamber and healed completely. Don't ever question who your starter is. Justin almost led that team that a lot of people had written off to beating the Chiefs last week. It took Patrick Mahomes doing a God Super Saiyan-level throw to, uh, to uh, what's his name, to get that touchdown for them to get that win out. Um, so, Justin, huge shouts out to you, man. You have a very bright future. And you definitely showed why you should be the future uh, quarterback for the Chargers. Um, so, I want to make sure I gave him some love. All right. We did football. Let's get into our geekdom bag a little bit here. We got some news that I want to go over. First one being we got a um, casting for She-Hulk. Finally, uh, Joel, you know I am not good with names, so I'm definitely passing it over to you to give us your name. Um, <laughs>
3: sure. So uh, what's the name of our new She-Hulk? We finally casted the She-Hulk, and uh, her name is Tatiana Maslany. From, uh, I don't know if you ever, if anybody's watched Orphan Black. That's what she's prominently known for. But I actually just recently saw her on um, the Perry Mason series on HBO Max. Uh, that I actually watched for the first time uh, last, I just finished it like maybe two weeks ago but she was on that the whole time I had no idea that, that was the same character so good for her because she, she, she's definitely never the same person in whatever role she's in I know for a fact she's a very good actress at the very least she's very very talented <laughs> I'd love
1: to hear that um, it was really cool to see Mark Ruffalo welcome her to the Hulk family Yes, yeah.
3: um,
1: I will say It'll be very interesting to see if she'll be pulling double duty uh, when it comes to filming uh, this upcoming year. Will she be who Peter calls on Um, along with doing her own show? So that'll be something fun to look out for. Um, But fingers are definitely still crossed that he makes a call to uh, Hell's Kitchen. But anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) Dom, uh, what are your thoughts on this casting for She-Hulk?
2: No, it's a. It's. I think it's a good casting. Um, the first thing I saw her in before was a uh, Parks and Rec, and um, when I, I heard, heard the that. news, I was like, kind of confused. I was like, what? I don't. But then I did see a couple episodes of Orphan Black, and I was like, she's she's talented. Um, so she's very much unlike the like. She's very like dainty. Uh, so i be. I'm curious to see how they're going to play all this up um but yeah she's she's a talented actress and uh i'm glad they found a someone. i'm i'm mad that my choice wasn't right but um you know you win some you lose some but it's a good choice though yeah
1: i i told joel this as soon as um when we were talking about the casting i to me castings just don't matter in the mcu anymore to me only because i've been wrong so much of who the fuck would cast Paul Rudd as Ant-Man? Oh wait, I love it. Who the fuck would cast an Australian soap opera guy as Thor? Oh wait, years later, I love it. Um, so it's just at this point, who who cares? Just just ca- that's why I'm like, when they hold on to castings, it's like why. People are either going to love it or extremely shit on it. That's just the internet. Just release it. Like <laughs> the moment you have it, just say, "Oh, here it is. This this is our new person." Like they make us wait so long only for the internet to just do what the internet does. Um, but Dan, your thoughts on the new casting for uh, for She Hulk?
4: Uh, I've actually I've only seen her in Parks and Recreation, so I don't know her acting abilities that well. So I can't really. Say whether it's good or bad. But from everything I've read and from what I've heard, she was really good at Orphan Black. So I, I mean, I'm perfectly fine with it. I think it, she, you know, I'm along the lines with you, Juan. It's, they know what they're doing. I put my faith completely in their hands with whomever they, they cast. I think there was maybe uh, one or two castings that I didn't agree with, and one of them was wrong. And the other one, I don't—I I guess on the fence, uh, with casting of Iron Fist, I i wasn't a big fan of that casting, and he, I mean, he was eh, but yeah, i am I think she's gonna do just fine. I'm looking forward to the series. I do hope she shows up in the, in the movie as Peter's uh, attorney. I think that would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> either her or Matt Murdock, either one. If either of them make an appearance, that's a huge win in my
1: book. But, uh, to me, I would actually prefer it be her, uh, as much exposure as possible.
4: Yeah, um, it makes more sense to have her do it.
1: Right. There's just so many people uh, around the world that have no idea who She-Hulk is. Mm-hmm. Um and I think Daredevil has has given his stamp in the history of comic book, uh, movies, shows, or whatever. The movie he gave a stamp because a lot of people hated it, and then in the show he gave a stamp because everyone loved it. Um, there's just not been enough She-Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like to me, double down on it. Just like Miss Marvel, you can have Miss Marvel have her own show and pop up in Captain Marvel too. Do it. The most, the more exposure the better. That's why the game is great for Kamala Khan heading into her own show. Um, Because now it can't be the thing of people saying, I don't know who the hell that is. People Mm -hmm. go, oh, that's the chick I was playing the the Marvel game with. Oh, okay, I I know who that is. Um, So to me, Feige does a really good job of making characters that either people could care less about or people didn't even know existed and making them household names. So if you could do that with She-Hulk and Kamala Khan, do it. Um, I am like Dan well no I'm I'll take that back I've not seen her in Parks and Rec because I've never seen Parks and Rec and I've never watched Orphan Black um, so again it was more so me just going they rarely do castings I don't like
3: May, may um, I do you watch Parks and Rec
1: only reason I never watched Parks and Rec was it came out not long after the office started to dwindle down And it's the same style. It's the same um, kind of breakaway and I'm alone in a room, kind of giving like my testimonial kind of thing. And I was like, I was getting tired of the office doing it. (laughs) So I wasn't interested to jump into like another version of that. Um, But I'm sure at some point I'll I'll dig deep into it. Um, I like uh, binge watching. So it's like, I did it with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I'm like, at some point I'll do it with Parks and Rec. Um... All right, uh, I do have to say, Dan, I didn't like the casting of Iron Fist purely though because season one was just hot ass chips. He really impressed me with season two. Um, I thought the Defenders just didn't do a good enough job with really any of those characters. Um, yeah. I, I really, I, I just watched Defenders again today, right? Don't ask me why. But I left that, that show going, why didn't you take the best things from each one of those shows and then just, like, put it into the Defenders? Like, if you thought the story of Daredevil was the best, have that writer write for Defenders. If you thought Jessica Jones had the best showrunner, have him direct the episodes. Just do that formula so you're getting the best of everything into this one, mo- uh, this one show. And instead, they were like, hey, what were all those things you guys hated about these shows? we are going to double down on that shit. And it was like, oh, God, what? <laughs> like, you guys don't know what you're doing. Um, so I thought Iron Fist season two was a huge step up for me. And I, I'll say it again. The ending with <laughs> those two fists lighting up made me very desperate for a season three. Um, and we'll never get it. So, you know. Mm-hmm. uh let's move on Uh, i'm gonna get sad all over again but um anyway let's move on here all right so we got a wandavision teaser um i i left that teaser kind of going um it didn't enhance my excitement it didn't dilute it i just want the show at this point um But I definitely will say I'm more interested in what WandaVision will create for a multiverse going forward uh, than anything else. Like any other Marvel project you name, I'm more interested in WandaVision. Um, I've told – Dan, I think me and you spoke about this before. I'm like, if WandaVision's season finale or series finale – I don't know how long they plan on doing WandaVision. But if this season ends with her whispering mutants – and it's like the reverse effect of how it worked in the comics to where she said no more mutants and they all disappeared. If she says mutants and that opens up a void to where now they exist, I'll, I'll be moist in my seat somewhere. Um, <laughs> you'll need a spatula to get me up. But oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just the, the possibilities that that I'm like, this show could literally do anything. Um, when it comes to introducing the multiverse or what Wanda truly can conjure up. Um, Joel, I'll go to you first, man. Uh your thoughts on this WandaVision teaser.
3: I really dug the teaser. I really liked what I saw. Um I didn't know what to expect. That's why it's probably it was one of my, um it wasn't very high on my two watch lists, even though I'm definitely I was always gonna watch it. You know, I've never not wanted to see it. It just in terms of excitement I couldn't fathom what the hell they were planning because I've never read any of the Scarlet Witch revision books uh, aside from maybe House of M and that was more Scarlet Witch than anything um, and the Avengers as a whole Um, and X-Men, of course. But my thing with this teaser was it at least gave me an idea of what to expect. And it showed me some of the the actors that they already said were going to be part of it. Like um, with the the, the, the Agatha Harkness uh, character, the the witch lady that you saw, Mm
0: -hmm. um, that looks
3: See, at least that who i think she's going to be playing uh they have um the different sitcoms they're going to be portraying you got a better idea of how they're going to play that out i'm very curious how that works in her head um it looks like at least from the trailer that there's like they like she creates a bubble and a town within a bubble uh that she's all like is all like altering as it goes on i'm very i'm just not sure exactly but i'm very curious to see how they pull it off and I'm very excited cuz to see Wanda and Vision again. Just seeing like Vision fly above the town like that it was just really nice to see Vision again, honestly. Maybe cuz we haven't had so much uh, so much MCU in a while. like we're like fiending for anything Marvel at this point, but it was just really nice to see Vision again <laughs> alive. So that was pretty cool. So I'm I'm really I, I liked everything I saw. I want to see more and it's good to know that it's coming soon.
1: Yeah, I do have to say, I heard someone, I saw, not heard, I saw someone say this on Twitter, and I was like, oh, I'm going to steal that and make people think it was my thought. Um, I definitely hope that their Halloween-inspired episode um, Mm -hmm. definitely turns out to be them kind of going, hmm, I don't look too bad in this. And then Vision's like, I'm going to make this suit for myself. Um, And we get a more accurate-looking Vision, and then Wanda just kind of goes, I like how this looks on me. And then we maybe get that as Wanda's
3: look. Um, me, no, <laughs> I mean, why not? Everyone else has had those their comic are, accurate, suits. those, yeah, they're gonna wear during the Halloween episode and their party city costumes, but they're party city costumes for a reason.
1: No, um, I know, I'm saying that maybe down the
3: road we get that look, but obviously a lot better. Uh, yeah, my thing is, I think that suit that she's wearing, that costume that you see her in, the, 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 the more comic accurate one, I think that. It's going to be called the Scarlet Witch costume. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you go shopping, she's going to see it and it's going to stay Scarlet Witch. You get what I'm saying? Because they've yeah. never called her Scarlet Witch before. So yeah. maybe that's how she gets the name. It's from the costume. You get what I'm calling saying? Her, calling her Scarlet Witch is step one uh,
1: of entering us into the mutant world. Um, yeah. I wholeheartedly <laughs> believe that. There's a reason why she was never called that. Once she is, it will it will mean... We are that much closer to mutants. (laughs) Um, So, like, people don't have to ask, man, when are we going to get X-Men news? The day they call her Scarlet Witch,
3: best believe it'll be on its way. Um, Yes, I'm excited for that. Oh, and also, I'm very curious to see what Vision's costume is called. Because what the fuck is he dressed as? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. And w-
1: it shouldn't have bothered me as much as it did, but the crystal on his head being yeah. dead, just it's like. crooked
3: and shit. Yeah. All right.
1: Vision just yeah. walked out of the house not giving a fuck about how he looked. He was just like.
3: It's, oh, a, it's it. a party city. <laughs>
1: um, but I definitely looked at that that teaser like six times and was like, no, it is crooked. I wasn't losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dan, how'd you feel seeing the teaser for WandaVision?
4: Uh, it definitely piqued my interest even more so. Uh, this is going to be a very unique superhero show. And yes. I'm, I'm happy for that. It, it's something that we haven't seen before. <laughs> and it's something that's desperately needed to keep things, you know, keep people interested, I think. Um, someone, I wanted to do the same thing you did, Juwan, uh see something on Twitter and take it as my own. <laughs> but I, I don't know who wrote it. But the someone was able to decipher the uh, the language on the bottle of wine that Wanda is pouring. It's House of. It 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 loosely translates to House of M essentially. Mm. Uh, but it's like House of Mag Magnus Strait or something like that. But people are like oh House of M. So mm. man, it, I yeah. I if they that. did a reverse House of M, oh my God! Yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be too far behind you, Juan. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah.
4: I think you know it is. It is good to see Vision again. I was one of the only people in my group of friends who liked Paul Bettany's take on Vision and how they did him. Really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of my friends, uh, my wife hated him. Like, oh, what? he's useless. He's he's like he's a walking McGuffin. Yeah. Sort of, but...
1: I will say, though, to that point, Feige really did struggle um, on finding a way to do vision that worked amongst everybody else, because you gotta remember, Hulk is is somewhat watered down, and I'm not talking about Professor Hulk, I just mean Hulk since entering the MCU, Mm -hmm. somewhat watered down, along with Thor. Um, I get why. This isn't me saying, like, oh, I, I get why. Um... Vision ultimately took the the, uh, the unfortunate end of that sword by being the most powered down out of everybody only because you just can't make Vision the way that the comics did and then make it work. Because honestly, half these battles you would look at and just go, Vision can whoop his ass himself. Like I, he doesn't really need the other Avengers. Well, that's,
3: like why yeah, exactly. yeah. that's why he wasn't there in Civil War. Yeah, exactly. That's why he wasn't
1: there in Civil War. but but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I get that now, and it took a while for me to realize that because I'm cause I'm watching him and I'm like, this isn't the guy I remember. <laughs> like he seems a little like a bitch. Um, but then I realized what they were trying to do with Vision, and I said, okay, all right, all right, complaints. All right. I get it. Um, but it was an issue I had strongly. <laughs> at the beginning, with a lot of these characters, I'm like, the Hulk like could have maybe mopped some of these guys himself. Like, what what is Feige doing here? Um, but I, I'm I'm sorry, Dan. I just wanted to say it took a while for me to get over that, but now I get it, and I'm like, okay, all right, it, it, it's it, it is what it is.
4: No, 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 I agree. I think Marvel or uh, Feige had this way of introducing characters like. Like, oh, here's the Hulk. He's the strongest. And now we have Thor. Now he's the strongest. Now we have uh, Wanda, and she's the strongest. Oh, but now we have Captain Marvel, and she's the strongest. (laughs) But now we we bring Wanda back. Now she's the strongest again. like, well, well, who's the strongest, man? You you can't just play musical chairs here. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I think... From, I, I don't know how true this is, but I had read reports that this was supposed to lead into Doctor Strange 2. Yeah,
3: yes, yes.
4: So, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yes. So to me, that just makes me even more excited for a Doctor Strange movie where I, I thought the first one was serviceable, but I, I wasn't like clamoring for a sequel. And now, you know, everything seems to be coming together. Perfectly. And I hope they're not just making this series for that movie, because I would like to see a second season.
1: I mean, it, it'll all depend. I really do believe this should and will be a one season um, kind of thing, um, mainly because I think the whole purpose is once you introduce the X-Men, you could then start blending Wanda where she belongs in fucking yeah. X-Men projects. Um, it doesn't have to be an not X-Men only. movie. But I just mean, like, more X-Men properties. Like, have her do more stuff with the X-Men. Um, mm. So I, I definitely think this is just, like, a step stool. Um, to Wanda. What,
3: go ahead. I'm like, Wanda's always been a pro character that bounced back and forth, especially Wanda. Like, right. I've known, especially in the comic books, know her more for the Avengers than for the X-Men. There's, there's, she's always been with them, like, constantly <laughs> like even quicksilver when i grew up watching reading the avenger comics they were always on the Avengers. so i always imagined them together there that's why i think the one that we came down to it um they when they went into splitting it in half like quicksilver was more on the x-men side at the end of the day and they killed him off in the mcu and wanted to stay on the avenger side because well first of all there's not enough women on that side <laughs> and then second of all um, because of her, she's just she's more in line with the Avengers in the comic books than in the, than in the, than the X-Men. Um, but, yes, obviously, with uh, Magneto being her father, she has a strong connection to them. But, again, in the comic books, we we were used to seeing her as a member of the Avengers, as a prominent member of the Avengers. I will say, because
1: of everything you just said, fans won't like it, but there's a really good chance Feige doesn't go that route. Uh, I mean, it's,
3: I mean it's quite possible, considering how uh, uh, – they were introduced. <laughs> right.
1: Um, so th- there's a really good chance, but I mean, then again, you could, o- there's so many fucking loopholes cause they very, v- they only very little talked about their, their parents.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: so it's a really good chance that there's a loophole there. But, um, to me personally, I don't care mainly because it- it's like Quicksilver's dead. So I'm like the whole idea of like him having his kids is already slashed in half. Um, so I'm like, you know, if you find a way that it works, great. But if not, honestly, I don't really care. It's not that important
3: to me. Well, anyway, they were—they did show the twins in the in the teaser too, like the babies. They
1: yep, they definitely did. Um, so
3: that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, Dom, I didn't go to you. Almost forgot you, Dom. I didn't though. I didn't though. Um, Dom, what were your thoughts on the
2: Wandavision teaser? Uh, well, I hadn't seen it, so I kind of like glanced at it while you, you guys were talking.
3: Oh, it worked out.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it it looks it looks really good. It looks like a shot well. Uh, and I'm looking at like the the cast, and I'm curious what they're gonna do with um, Darcy with Kat Dennings character. Yeah, because she was around, you know, with um, Jane and a lot of the time like portals and time travel type of thing so and she was she was like she's a, a big character because her personality sticks mm-hmm. out but like she wasn't big as far as like the plot so i'm curious why they bring her back which is very interesting um uh so yeah it's got it looks like something we haven't seen before um and, and yeah it's just like well, it's one of those ones where you, we can't go into it really with any kind of Uh, you know, too many thoughts about it because, like, it's so different, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that makes it that much more exciting. And I agree, uh, whatever, whatever, I don't know what kind of brain trust they have over at you know, with the MCU, but they're able to do things that like keep us reeled in. So, whatever they're doing, they need to keep on doing it.
3: (laughs) I'm
2: with you on that. Um, All right,
1: so before we move on I do want to ask you guys this There's been so many rumors Some you can trust, some you know You don't really know who to trust Um, But there's been rumors that we could possibly get An alternate version Of the Avengers In Doctor (laughs) Strange 2 uh, Multiverse into Madness Uh, So my question is Picking one Avenger um, If you guys can think of one I'll go first, I'm not putting anyone on the hot seat here If you could think of one, what what Avenger would you like to see recast and who would you like to see play them? Um, I'll definitely go as far as to say no way in hell you're doing an alternate Avengers and Sam Raimi's directing it and he's not nodding Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. There's just no fucking way. Um, So we can check that off that list. If that rumor is even remotely true, Tobey Maguire will be in this fucking movie. Um, I personally would really love to see Andrew Garfield again, Um, I really loved his Spider-Man. I ignore that he had a sequel, but I really did love his Spider-Man. But if I had to choose, I cannot lie to you guys. Now that we've seen everything we're going to see of Iron Man, I wouldn't be upset at Tom Cruise as Iron Man for like 40 minutes in a movie uh, and then obviously never again. Um, That to me is just really interesting. Um, because we now know we don't have to worry about the diva of Tom Cruise over the course of 12 movies. Just one movie and probably like 10 minutes. Um, so that's what I'm about going to say. 40 Cruise. minutes is
3: a stretch. <laughs> it's very
1: much a stretch. Uh, mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Um, but nonetheless, Tom Cruise's Iron Man would, would definitely be um, what I'd love to see. Uh, Joel, what would you like to see?
3: I don't know. Uh, that's why I don't really fuck with multiverses too much it, gets, it hurts my head <laughs> about alternate reality characters that exist already I, I'm good with the versions I have <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that this whole thing started because the, the idea of Tom Cruise's Iron Man might show up in the movie in some capacity um, as a cameo uh, would be, it would be fun it would be a fun cameo for sure uh, that would be fun to see because you know I always wondered what he would might look like as Iron Man, yeah. um, the short Iron Man. <laughs> be really not that Robert Downey Jr. is much taller, but still, <laughs> um, it, it'd be interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, can we see Ed Norton come back as the Hulk? Was that like a pocket dimension for like one movie? <laughs> like, oh, man, no?
1: would would Edward Norton be able to put his pride aside to pull that shit <laughs> off? That'd be like ultimate flex right there
3: that would be funny for like, like, oh yeah, you look familiar.
1: <laughs> um, no, I will say this: um, if this is true and they are doing like alternate uh, reality of like the Avengers, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange too is definitely looking at Andy Muschietti in the Flash and going, "Oh, you think you're gonna one up me, bitch? Definitely."
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that <laughs> so was you definitely. Think, uh,
1: you think bringing Michael- in the same year too?
3: They they exactly. come out the same year.
1: It's like, oh, you think bringing Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck back is something? All right, watch this, bitch. We're getting Toby. we getting Toby and Tom Cruise. Um, but, was nothing for me. <laughs> um, Dan, I'll go to you. Uh, what would be one alternate reality of an Avenger you'd, you'd be looking forward to seeing? Uh,
4: there's a picture. I don't know who released it, but it's the entire Avengers roster if the movies had come out in the 90s, I don't know if any of you oh, have
3: seen yeah. that. Yeah, I've seen that. That looks awesome.
4: <laughs> it's so cool, right? Uh, like, Brad Pitt is Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Eddie Murphy is the Falcon. Uh, yeah. Denzel Washington was Black Panther. Uh, Brendan Fraser was in it. I think he was Star Lord. I think so. Yeah, and they had um, DiCaprio as.
3: Spider-Man, I think, yeah. or it was Michael J. Fox. It was one of them. Well, J. Fox would probably be '80s, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Caprio I think you're right, the Because
1: remember, Leo's name was up for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man.
3: Yes, yeah, um,
4: so it was probably oh, DiCaprio. Before
3: that, he was part of the originals, like uh, Christopher Columbus. Not Chris. No, yeah, it is Chris Columbus <laughs> when, yeah. when he was attached to it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So that would be cool if they paid. Some kind of homage to that. I, like that'd be so awesome to see Brad Pitt as Thor, like an older Thor. Like maybe he's the All Father at that point.
1: Oh, that'd be dumb as fuck.
4: Yeah, that'd be so cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I, but I also thought of maybe getting Edward Norton back just as like a little nod. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I don't know. Like, maybe if they had, like, they bring Josh Brolin's Cable in, and there's like a little. Back and forth there, but they did that in Deadpool, essentially,
3: <laughs> more or less.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think maybe one of those guys, like Brad Pitt or Eddie Murphy, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I can't disagree with you on that. I will say, and you guys know how much I I, I was stressing about not talking about this because of um a, a grief period. But I will say, Kevin Feige wants to get um. A little bit wild. Doctor Strange 2 could be how you fix your, your Black Panther problem. Um, it 100% could be. You could treat Doctor Strange 2 slightly like Flashpoint. Um, mm-hmm. To where in this new reality that we're in, um, whoever you get, that's been the Black Panther um, this entire time. Like to everyone now, that's the only Black Panther they've, only, they've ever known um it it is a backdoor way of handling it and i'm not saying recast t'challa legit have someone else be the black panther um and you explain it in black panther 2 if you want um but that is a way to handle it that it takes some of the pressure off of whenever this movie does uh go into production of putting all that pressure on them uh to answer these questions to to figure out who's going to be the black panther um, Doctor Strange 2 could help, uh, alleviate some of that pressure, so just putting that out there, we don't have to get into that, but that is something that they could, they could maybe look at, treating it a little bit like Flashpoint. Um, Dom, what is one alternate Avenger, uh, casting you would like to see?
2: Um, just because it's kind of funny, I think it would be funny to see, um, Hugh Jackman in as store, Just trade one Australian for another. <laughs> um, and and plus, we all want to see Hugh Jackman again, but we know that we're not going to see him as any kind of superhero anytime soon, really. So, yeah, I think that'd be kind of a funny switch where you're like, you look a little different, but you sound the same. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, anytime Hugh Jackman's on the screen, you know, it's a good thing. So, yeah, I think that, that'd be kind of funny.
1: I will say I'm really shocked no one said this, but the one I, – I was waiting to save it because I thought someone else was going to save it. But the one that I truly want is for Kevin Feige to completely dive into the fun of it and have John Krasinski as the alternate Captain America. With knowing that he was originally uh, up for the role and then ultimately turned it down, um, seeing him as Captain America would be fucking hilarious. One, because you'd have people go, does that mean he can't be like Mr. Fantastic anymore? Um, you know, and just send like, the whole world into a frenzy and that, um, but yeah, that ultimately would be fucking hilarious, uh, is to see him as Captain America um, but yeah, I just wanted to dig into that a little bit, because I thought that'd be hilarious uh, seeing what Wanda creates in this new multiverse that we'll be getting soon, but I'm like Joel it does hurt my head a little bit um, yeah. alright, let's move on, we got three more and then we can get out of here Supergirl is ending with season six I have no thoughts Never watched the show So don't have any thoughts Um, I think Joelle you are the Expert out of the four of us (laughs) In all things Supergirl show Um, So I will lead off With you your thoughts on it ending after Six seasons
3: really surprised by Those comments Uh, you have seen the show Dickhead Um, (laughs) So that's cool Um (laughs) I do want to, I just wanted to say bye to the show. I mean, there's only one more season left. Um, it had a decent run. Uh, it, for the most part, I think it was 50 50. Um, but, you know, it, it, did, it, it did what it did. It did last six seasons. I think um, Melissa's, pre- I mean, well, at least she probably just had the baby or whatever. It seems like she's going about being a mother full time going forward. Um, and good for her. Uh, she did a great job. I think the super, I've never really been a big Supergirl – fan so i thought the show did a decent job for sure i think she did a great job as supergirl i think she was one of the better i think the costume itself was one of the better cw costumes um and i think they had a decent run did they make all the best decisions no were all the seasons very good no but as a cw show dc cw show i think she did well especially coming from cbs um and, then you know, it never made sense to have two Super Shows going on at the same time. And we know Superman is going to have his own show. So with Superman and Supergirl going on at the same time for at least a year, we could take it because she's going to be moving on. So my question is, one: how is she moving on? Like, I doubt they kill her off. So it's a matter of, like, does she leave the planet? Does she go into the future? Does, or does she maintain the National City? And we just don't see her as often, you know. That's really one of my questions. Like, well, what does the future hold for the universe in, in general. Um, but, you know, they had a good run. And um, I appreciate like a lot of the characters that came out of it, like the Martian Manhunter and um, their version of Brainiac 5. And um, I mean, I just, I really enjoyed it you know, for the most part.
1: Um, I, I will say, I do wish some of these shows started to realize that um, when it comes to comic book characters, um, treat them like the comics did. The comics never was like, all right, like, you know, we're not doing this run anymore, so that means we have to kill the character. No, it's, it's never a goodbye. It's till the next time we see you, which is like, all right, mm-hmm. like, we'll use Supergirl, for example. If this mm-hmm. was a comic and they were ending her comic run, uh, they would definitely say, all right, well, we'll definitely pair up with Superman at some point. Um, you know, so we obviously don't want to kill her. Because right. <laughs> at some point, Cal will need someone superpowered to help him out, and who better than this cousin? Uh, so I think if you're a fan of Melissa and a fan of Kara, all this is telling you is just prepare yourselves for um, major crossovers. That's probably, uh, in all yeah. likelihood, the only time you'll see her going forward. Probably, in, yeah. A crossover with uh, Lois and Clark or um, uh, a big crossover. Um, which to me is fine. I mean, that's what I thought they should have done with with Oliver instead of me too. Your take they, they took with him like he had to die. What <laughs> like could you yeah. guys picture how upset we would have been if season three of da- of Daredevil ended with him dying? <laughs> and die? <dying>. Yeah, why <laughs> like, why you do that? Um, yeah. So to me, I I think what would be best, uh, Joelle, is if it's more more so off world. Treat her more. Yeah. Treat her a little bit more like Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she's kind of like, you know, Earth isn't the only place that needs somebody
3: like me. And, right. You know, planet, And that's where she spends her time. I um, mean, I also thought to myself, possibly maybe her, like in the cartoon, where she went with, with uh, Brainy to the, to the future to join the Legion, or at least, you know, spend time over there. She yep. could do that now with Monel in in, in Supergirl. Yep. That's yep. her actual husband and shit. So I think that's, a, that's an option too. Absolutely. And I do hope, I, I pray,
1: Joelle, that with Supergirl ending, it gives fucking Martian Manhunter his own
3: show,
1: <laughs> where he could be fucking Martian Manhunter 100% of the show.
3: Um, yeah, that would be interesting, the Martian that, Manhunter show.
1: Because um, you could do really great things with that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just want to see actual Martian Manhunter for more than five seconds every eight episodes um so hopefully we can get something going with that but uh dom i'll go to you next um i know you are the biggest supergirl fan here you just can't get it um, what are your thoughts of it ending after season six
2: um shout <clears throat> out for that for that long because um uh i saw a, a clip of a clip like i got i <laughs> i was listening to Makad Bro- uh, brooks on the podcast and i was like oh he's on the show let me check it out and then i saw a clip of uh marshall manhunter that looked gross and i was like nah this ain't for me um so i've never watched a full episode um and i didn't even know it had five seasons um <laughs> but you know hey maybe one day i'm not gonna lie to myself i'm not gonna watch it but you know shout out to them for making it that far um that's all
1: I got to say, really. <laughs> Dan, how do you follow that up?
4: Uh, even better. I never watched it, so I have zero clue
0: <laughs> about any of
4: it. Uh, the only thing I have from that show was what my uh, in-laws said. And uh, that kind of made me not want to watch the show. <laughs> because, you know, listen, I was just like, oh, you know, they watch CBS all the time. They're 50s, they're 60 years old. I can't relate to them. So, anything, I, I'm like the rebellious teenager still. I'm like,
1: oh, if, if grownups
4: like it, it can't be that good. <laughs> uh, I
1: can't even argue with you. I, I, I had that battle with my dad about, um, uh, about uh, Spartacus, uh, uh, who's raving about it. He was like, I love Spartacus. I was like, oh, you're, like, so old, though. Like, is it really good? <laughs> no, I hate it. <laughs> like, so, every I, part of me wanted to rebel and say, nah, I'll never watch this show.
4: <laughs> it's, I never got into any of the CW shows because they just – they seemed so corny to me. But, again, my aunts and uncles, my in-laws, they loved them. So, again, that just made me feel like, well, then they're not that great because I've seen their taste in movies, and they're they're pretty
1: terrible. I will say, because a lot of people feel that way, I will say to defend the CW, its level of cheesiness is right on par with what I felt. This is not me saying it definitively, but what I felt the Justice League Unlimited, how I thought that was somewhat cheesy, um, but in a good way. That's how I view the CW. The only issue the CW will forever have is yeah. that it is legit a soap opera
3: with yes, superhero characters. Yes, if it they is.
1: were to remove that, it would be flawless. There would be nothing anyone could say about these shows because it's given us storylines we never mm. thought we'd see. It's given us characters we never thought we'd see. And it's given yep. us costumes that are really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, it's maybe... Thirteen episodes too long, and it's one large soap opera. If you could remove those two, yeah, a lot of
3: melodrama, it would be flawless. A lot of
1: yeah, CW yeah. would be flawless. But outside of that, Dan,
3: honestly, um, the CW is really brilliant. Um It's just, it's like, man, they, they created a whole universe. I always respect them for doing that, you know. Hell yeah! They, like I would have loved to seen half the shit that we see now on CW when I was a kid. We got some of the worst shit when we were younger. That's the story. Got... <laughs> Kids are so spoiled. These days. Uh,
1: no, that, that's for damn sure. Um, but no, I, I really do. I really do think the CW is really good. I, I do think if the CW wants to sustain itself with these shows, at some point we <laughs> should step up and move to HBO Max. Um, like we don't need it to be rated R or anything, but we just need production to be better. We need – uh um, how many episodes
3: per season to be shorter? It wouldn't uh, be CW anymore, though. They would be just HBO Max for that. Just you know, HBO Max. That's why the HBO Max will have its own shows. They're gonna have a higher budget. CW is there for the low budget. Period. That, that's what it is.
1: Yeah, not low, but
3: right. medium. You know, medium. You're right.
1: Budget. You're right. But I definitely would love Flash more if it had a better budget.
3: Of <laughs> that's why we hope the movie is good. Yeah,
1: fingers crossed. Um, but Dan, did you have anything else you wanted to add?
3: No, no, that's about
4: it. I didn't watch it, so I, I can't really comment on it's It's leaving us.
1: Yeah, well, I, I do want to say this, though. Melissa, who I think is a phenomenal actress, um, I wish her all the best as a new mom, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what she does next, and I do really hope to see her Supergirl again sometime soon. Um, so all the love to, uh, to the Supergirl team And let's give a huge shout out to John Cryer who's fucking killing it As Lex Luthor Oh hopefully, my goodness
3: Hopefully it's not the end of him as Lex Luthor hopefully I hope
1: not We need another interview so we can find out I, I need to know he's sticking around Yeah, I would. He's phenomenal
3: I, I agree he's, He was awesome He's been awesome
1: and I will say, Dan, they were able to pull off his um, his super leg suit in Supergirl, and it looked pretty good. Well, that's armor, yeah. Um, yeah, so I-, I can't even lie about that. It looked pretty damn good. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I heard he was really good in it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, shockingly, it was just like you wouldn't expect that from John. Well, I
0: didn't
3: expect that from John Cryer, and then he pulled I- it off, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> I was completely shocked, and he's different because he like his Lex Luthor has a goatee which is different than most other Lex Luthor's. Um, but, yeah, if anything, it works for him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, huge shouts out to that team. And Lena Luthor. I really enjoy her, too. So, huge shouts out to them. Um, mm-hmm. But, all right, let's move on. Two more left. Uh, John Cena um, should have saw this coming. He's pulling a a, a rock in, in Fast and Furious. Uh, <laughs> before he even gets uh, his first appearance as Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad, um he's already been greenlit for his own goddamn show on hbo max um Mm -hmm. i wonder how long it'll be before the suicide squad uh before they have somebody like tyrese come out and and cry about (laughs)
3: his
1: his spinoff um but james gunn will be writing it directing i believe seven out of the eight episodes and is the producer um I, the more John Cena, the better, honestly. I mean, I really do like John Cena. Um, I think this is huge for HBO Max. I think if you're HBO Max, what you should do is, if a director that is um, that has a good body of work comes in and says, hey, can I make this a show? Just say yes. Like, just fucking say yes. Just,
3: just say well, that's yes. that's the thing. Apparently, DC came at him and asked him, like, "What? what is do you have any idea for anything else? He's like, well, I kind of had an idea for Peacemaker. <laughs> Well, since yeah, like, oh, okay, cool. you asked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, again, I will tell people this. We do not have any other information. So, no, this is not a spoiler that his character doesn't die. you um, right. know it's
3: a prequel. We know it's an origin story. That's about it.
1: Know. So, we, it could legit just be four seasons of him leading up to the Suicide Squad movie. Um, right. So, you don't know. So, just leave it at that. Don't, don't overthink the shit. It's... He's getting his own show. Into the story, right. the movie comes out. You'll find out the rest. Right, um,
3: Joel. Your thoughts on us getting Peacemaker? I was I was just explaining it to you earlier. I'm excited for it because you know I never that character's not a popular character. Talk about G list, <laughs> you know, like down there of all the characters, Charlton characters. Like people don't even know what he looks like. That like the legit the the first appearance that you saw on the Suicide Squad like uh, roll, roll call. Uh, that's exactly what he looks like in the comic books the fact that they went ex- almost to the, the exact look of it I, I i i just just i love james gunn you gotta love james gunn just for that um but this is a character um i don't know how many people know this but like the on the Watchmen series the comedian is based off of that character the peacemaker character so like Peacemaker for me is just a character that never gets a lot of recognition, and like was like rebranded like in the, during the 90s would have tattoos. He was a biker character. He actually looked pretty cool, but they changed him up completely. And now the fact that James Gunn said, "No, I want the classic version. And we're gonna do that." Uh, I, I hey, all the power to him. Uh, they're bringing light to a new, a, a different character. John Cena is a, a big is a celebrity, you know, so people know who John Cena is. So it works in that regard. Um, he's really uh, an asshole, Captain America. So I'm really looking forward to seeing his portrayal in both the movie and, of course, now his own series.
1: Yeah, like I said, as much John Cena as you can give me, and, and I'll gladly take it. Uh, Dan, your thoughts on a peacemaker show led by John Cena?
3: He's speechless.
1: Yeah, we can't hear you. I don't know why. You're not even muted. Wow, so we can't see John Cena and can't hear Dan. (laughs) (laughs) We still can't hear you. Try um restarting your your audio. There we go, Dan. Let's make it work. Nope, still nothing. (laughs) Hold on. Let me see. No, nothing I can do. I can't do anything for you. You might have to go back go out and come back in, yeah. All right. So we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Dom. Dom, your thoughts on this uh Peacemaker show getting green lit. Um James Gunn pretty much at the helm and John Cena um reprising his role.
2: You know, it's it's funny that like John Cena was kind of the replacement for the rock when in WWE and now like John Cena's following in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 were there not for wrestling. They were there for entertainment because those guys knew how to. They uh, had a certain charisma that draws people in. And the more I've seen John Cena on film, he is funny. And I and I, and I didn't want to like him at first because I was like, you you can't replace the Rock, you know. You just, <laughs> that's Dwayne Johnson, and but you know more and more i see him like especially like in um uh blockers john cena's funny now part of it is just like the rock this giant guy doing small people stuff is hilarious and you can just keep doing it and as long as they they know how to deliver their lines it's funny um so it's it's gonna be something interesting to see him carry his own show um but i think he can do it um and this type of character, because, you know, John Cena's always kind of been um, clean, you know what I mean? Like, he he ch- definitely tries to do the whole uh, Captain America type of, mm-hmm. you know, lifestyle, you know. Um, so the, this character, it should be very interesting to see him play this because um, he's one of those guys that when he cusses, he sounds funny because he doesn't do it often. So it like that person that, like, sounds weird because they put the words together the wrong way. Like, you were son of a shit. Like, what? That doesn't even go together. <laughs> okay. Um, but, no, I mean, and James Gunn, I mean, that guy, you know, it swings for the fences and hits home runs all the time. So uh, this should be good. I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's funny you say that because The Rock, you know, The Rock left wrestling, uh, went to D.C., I mean went to yeah, went to Fast and Furious, John Cena's in Fast and Furious. Went to DC, John Cena's now in DC. Um so kinda is like whatever the rock does, Cena's not far behind. Stop following
3: John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like at some point somebody has to ask the Rock, like, are you getting John Cena this this <laughs> like these roles or <laughs> like is he following you?
2: And Batista was just like, I'm gonna do my own thing. I don't care what you guys
3: do. Yeah, but Actually, he's like, "Fuck y'all." <laughs> this was almost Batista's role. Oh, really? Yeah, he was—he was—he was the one that was gonna be peacemaker until his, his schedule didn't work out because uh, it was you know, Zack Snyder's movie. That's crazy. So that means ultimately, James
1: Gunn was like how do you replace Batista? And someone came up behind him and was like, why not just get another wrestler? <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, John Cena, he works. Roman oh. Reigns next watch. Roman Reigns will be the next guy for following these footsteps. I you tell,
1: tell you me? what, the best way for us to find that out is whenever John Cena's character is done with Fast and Furious, Roman Reigns appears in Fast and Furious. We know what
3: that means. Well, he's already in that world because he's part of uh, – Oh, of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn. Um, <laughs> the Rock just runs anything. everything.
1: The Rock does. He he is he is legit the the start of everything for anyone that wants to wrestle and then become an actor. Mm-hmm. So we know we know that they follow his palette. So right. whatever he does next, John Cena will be not too far behind. Oh wait, we just saw him buy the XFL, so that means John Cena is going to buy the NFL.
0: Uh, <laughs>
3: <makes sense.
1: laughs> That's what's coming up next um, But alright, let's move on uh, hopefully... He's gonna buy
3: the Canadian Football League right? let's not right, get Exactly,
1: Canadian. no, no John Cena's <laughs> gonna buy the uh, the Lingerie League That's no, what he's no, gonna buy No, 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 Arena
3: Football's coming back He's gonna buy that one
1: Yeah, he's gonna buy it and say, alright Rock You think you do shit without me? Fuck out of here, I'm gonna buy whatever football league I can um, But alright, let's move on To our last topic, hopefully we can get Dan back on here Um, We just saw that Marvel has decided to push everything back. Um, They have pushed (laughs) their movie slate back farther than Stephen A. Smith's airline.
3: I have the date. date.
1: Yes. So we know, I do know Black (laughs) Widow got pushed back to May 7th, I believe, of next year.
3: Yes, it took Shang-Chi's spot. That was Shang-Chi's old date.
1: Right. Um, so that took that spot um, What's Eternals Is November 11th
3: uh, Yes yes no, mo- November 5th I'm, shit, sorry.
1: I'm doing this all off muscle memory and I thought I remembered it um, Okay so November 5th of next year Is Eternals which means we will not be getting A trailer this year
3: um, Ox man we was supposed to get Eternals this year Now it's end of next year What the fuck
1: Fucking COVID Fucking piece of shit COVID Um, All right. Um, So Eternals is November 5th of next year. And what is Shang-Chi?
3: July 9th. Of this next year, 21. All
1: right. Um, Honestly, at at this point, to be completely honest with you guys, I've been out of a movie theater so long. I really don't necessarily have the jonesing to jump back in it. Um, So it's like, yeah, you want to push the shit back to where like maybe things are a lot safer to go. um, So you get a right amount of turnout Sure But I mean at this point It's kind of just like Who didn't expect this fucking shit to happen um, mm-hmm. You know um, So to me I don't have like a really Intense breakdown Of any of this pushback shit Because it's like we saw it coming We knew they weren't going to put this shit out on Disney Plus um, mm-hmm. Mulan could have made Six billion dollars and Foggy would have said Um no <laughs> no, Black Widow has a chance to make what, like $80 million in the box office? Probably a lot more. Um, no, I'm not regulating this shit to, to a home release. Mm. Um, so, no shocker there. I, is any of us shocked, really? I, I don't think
3: we are. Uh, no. We're not shocked. Yeah, very
1: disappointed. Um, I fucking wanted to have enjoyed King Kong versus Godzilla by now. Mm hmm. I think I was looking forward to that more than anything. <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, we would have had Venom versus Carnage already. that I think, trailer Morbius. Oh, we would oh. Have. oh, this year just sucks balls. Can you picture a kid that was born in 2020 and like <laughs> 20 years from now? Like, where were
3: you born? 2020. Oh, you fucking piece of <laughs> shit! <laughs> I did everything of about fuck. you um but no better year than to be born in 2020 there's nothing to do (laughs) sit there
1: true i mean i'd be i i wouldn't be shocked if like the numbers said that like 2020 had the most children (laughs) like yeah no it makes sense it it completely made made Uh, that that's for damn sure um but that's that's pretty much all we got guys um Nothing more to really add to that. Hopefully we get uh, a second trailer for Black Widow uh, before the end of the year. um, Because you do need another trailer to resell people on that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully we get a trailer for Eternals. See, here's what I don't like. I don't like shit that's done that we can't get trailers for. I don't like that at all. Literally, Matt Reeves came out here and said, yo, we filmed like four seconds of this movie and we still gave y'all a trailer
3: like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Now, it's, now it's behind Batman and release. <laughs> like, it comes out a whole month afterwards, too. It's just completely
1: frustrating. But before before we wrap it up, Dan, what you have to say about uh, Peacemaker and John Cena? Hear me now? Yes. Oh, awesome. Uh, I was
4: going to say, I like John Cena. I think he's a very funny guy. Uh, I... Don't know much about Peacemaker, but if he's along the lines of the comedian, uh, then I would assume we're in for a very brutal series, which I am, you know, a fan of. That should be fun. But, so yeah, uh, again, it's just something that's not your typical superhero show or movie. So we need more of that. We need WandaVision. We need uh, Peacemaker. We need more of those to pick everyone's from getting uh, fatigue, as they say. So, yeah, exciting stuff.
1: Absolutely. And and I definitely will say huge shouts out to Evolution. Um, do you guys remember what guys the size of John Cena and The Rock looked like in costumes 20, 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. Really fucking bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they look way better in their costumes now. Uh, Thank goodness. I can only imagine what someone's body like Jason Momoa's would have looked like in that Aquaman suit 30 years ago. Um, You would have just looked at it like, all right, this, no, this isn't (laughs) going to work. So, I mean, like you said, creating shows like this is what pushes fatigue further and further away. Because people then can't can't say, I'm getting tired of seeing the same stuff. You're not getting the same stuff.
3: Yeah, This is a whole different thing. <laughs>
1: right. You look at Doom Patrol and you don't go, man, this feels like the Avengers. No, like it's no. a completely different feel. Um, shit, Doom Patrol doesn't even feel like Titans. Like it's different from yeah. its own, <laughs> its yeah. own brand. Um, so you're completely right. And I'm glad you said that, Dan, because the more you do, it, uh, you know, new things, the further and further away all these directors that are wishing for superhero movies to die, have to sit back and shut up. Um, so yep. the longer we can keep them uh, off our heels, the better. Yep,
3: hundred um, like, percent. And shout out to HBO Max for like being. I think I'm falling in love with HBO Max. Honestly, it's crazy. Like all the shit they're greenlighting, and it's 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 becoming a haven um, for DC. And it's like I'm loving it.
1: <laughs> I tell you
3: what, at this point. I don't think they're saying no.
1: So I, I, I think we can get a boost of gold series coming soon. I think it, um, you I'll know, be
3: surprised. I,
1: I think we can get a lot of that off the wall shit, like really, really, really soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, because HBO Max right now is kind of like, all right, who wants something? You know, what HBO Max reminds me of Do any of you guys have like a, a grandfather that was like, hey, we're at the store. Get whatever you want, because after we leave, that's it. Like, get whatever you want. And it was, like, once in a blue moon, like, they would say that. HBO Max has become that grandfather that's, like, all right, directors, what do y'all want? I'm asking now while we in the store. Don't ask me for shit once we leave. What do you want? <laughs> and, like, every director is coming about like, all right, I want some shit. Um, I can be completely honest. We'll get a Batmite series at some point. Like, that's how open HBO Max is to some shit right now.
3: Um...
1: <laughs> But definitely here's to um, us getting some news from J.J. Abrams about um, uh, Justice Dark. Uh, yes, Justice League Dark. I mean, I think that's their most anticipated project
3: uh,
0: yeah.
1: out of HBO Max. So hopefully we get some news on that soon. Um, and last thing before we head out, huge shouts out to Hellstrom. Um, I really was not interested oh, in yeah. the show at all. <laughs> Um, but that trailer was really good. It comes out in the next three weeks, three and a half weeks, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I'm really excited for this show. I mean, it sucks because I don't know how far Feige's willing to let this show go, because uh, it was created before he got control of everything.
3: Um, uh, I mean, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna go the way of Dark Phoenix. It's gonna happen to go away. Oh. <laughs> See, I
1: I don't like that shit, man, because it's like if I really enjoy it, it's just gone before it could really become something, which will fucking suck. But, again, hopefully it's really good. It looks good. But um, that's all we got for you guys on this episode of Football and Comics. Uh, Till next week, hopefully Giants, Patriots, and Packers all pull out wins. We all need it. Except for Packers. You guys could use a loss. Get hit in the mouth. <laughs> <real quick>. uh, <laughs> but, um, all right. Dan, Dom, Joel, thank you guys for joining me for an all-new episode. Until next time, peace.
3: Later.